Welcome to PR Say, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PR Say, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Hello and welcome to PR Say. This is the official podcast for the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. And I'm your host, Veronica Viso. We're thrilled to be here with you and highlight another member. The whole point of PR Say is for us to get to know each other. This is an opportunity for our members to get to know some of our other members that they may not see in person when they're at events or they may not have an opportunity to connect with because they're not in the same space. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of PRSA. And if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, drop us some comments. And my guest and I will be sure to circle back. So we'll go ahead and get this episode kicked off. We've got Monica Pohl joining us. Hello and welcome. Hi, Veronica. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to virtually meet you. <laughs> Excellent. Likewise. So um, tell us a little bit about how you got into public relations, the sector you're in. You know, I always ask people, how did you pick PR or was it PR that picked you? So that's my question for you. <laughs> I think it, it was a little more of the PR picked me side of things. Um, I did get my degree in corporate communications from Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Um, from there, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. I feel like it's a very like, encompassing degree. I, you know, could have done marketing, could have done comms or sales. And I think what really drew me to PR is the creativity side of it, of being able to help a business find their voice, um, solve d different sets of problems. And I don't think a lot of people understand what PR is. I think the first thing when I tell people I work in PR is they're like, oh, like a publicist, like we're a celebrity. And as much as fun as that sounds, um, it's definitely not <laughs> all that we do. Um, and so how I fell into it specifically was into the tech sector. That is my specialty. Uh, my first job outside of uh, undergrad was going to work for like a really small niche firm where um, they specialize in crisis communications, specifically for a major telecom company. And I think with that, I really found my niche to be able to be creative and problem solve um, issues and crisis especially. But then that kind of opened the door for the rest of the PR world of understanding what it is as a whole. Um, from then I worked with a lot of other smaller agencies and that with that came, you know, working with uh, venture capitalist firms um, and all of their different portfolio companies, um, divisions of big tech, um, basically anything under the sun. I've worked with FinTech, I've worked with investor relations, I've worked with the corporate communication side of things, development messaging. Um, honestly, anything that touches tech PR, um, at this point, I feel like I've done a little bit of all of it. Um, and I think that's a lot of where the this world is going. I think, you know, tech especially is what's running our world. Everything we use and touch um, has some sort of relation to tech itself. Yeah, absolutely. So that was the big draw. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, for uh, people who automatically assume that public relations is about um, being a publicist or maybe being a spin doctor or something like that, they don't really understand how each space has its own niche and has its own needs that are completely separate. And so I think the fact that you've been able to excel in that space is, is really um, exciting. And I know you've really uh, have 
dove into some of the other aspects of that, um, particularly DEI and some of the other um, just new facets of corporate communication that have evolved over time. Because I will tell you, when I graduated with a degree in public relations years ago, that was not, those terms didn't even exist. And if they did, they were, they were used at a very high level academic setting and not in the corporate space. So I think that evolution of comms has really changed. Absolutely. I think it's so incredibly important. The world we live in is so much more accepting and diverse. Um, DEI especially is something I'm incredibly passionate about. Obviously, um, my ethnic origin is a little bit more of leans to the Asian side of things. And I, that's something whenever, um, people ask why I've taken my husband's last name and things like that, I've noticed a stark difference between when I had my maiden name, um, just in the way I speak and the way, like, you know, I'm working in the field. It's not as common that you see minorities, especially working in the field, much less a minority woman. And so I think it really sets me apart. Um, and also gives me a little bit of a veil when I when I took my husband's last name mm -hmm. is that people's immediate initial reaction wasn't, oh, she is a minority or what that might look like. And I think I love working with companies who really do value diversity and inclusion because it gives people a place, um, levels the playing field a little bit more, you know, making sure that women and men are, you know, either paid equally, have, like are able to excel in those fields. And I love supporting women who are in tech because I feel like there's so far and few between that, you know, it is a very male dominated world. And I yeah. think all of us women at some point would say we've been mansplained about how to do our jobs or what to do. And obviously working in tech, I do work with incredibly smart and talented people. So it's just something that I've always been really passionate about is to really shine the light on people who maybe are in the shadows of what each company is working on and really be able to like highlight their voice, their talents and their passion for whatever they're working on. Yeah, no, I agree 110%. And you know, I had a guest on recently who talked about um, the, the wage gap and how important it is yes. to really be having these conversations at an organizational level. And I know PRSA has done a really good job of exploring that. And so I'm very proud to um, to be associated with an organization who really puts that in the forefront for members. Absolutely. And I think uh, the, when it comes to the wage gap, it's something that is not as talked about as widely. And it's something that is becoming a little bit more of a nuance nowadays. But when you take a look at what the older generations used to say is, you know, spend your time with the company, um, build that company loyalty. But what I'm seeing is that those people, those companies that are, to have the people who have been there, you know, five, 10 plus years aren't being valued in the same light as let's say a newcomer in that same position. It it's a drastic change in what I see in salary, especially is that, you know, someone who may have been with the same company since they graduated from college is not getting paid equally to someone who's maybe jumped around a few times. And so mm -hmm. I think there's, there's that caveat of, you know, is that experience valued? Are they being pigeonholed? What, why is there such a discrepancy in the pay itself? Mm -hmm. And, you know, even just between like some women and men, like you're saying, like the, the wage gap of, hey, like maybe some younger um, male who just graduated from college, maybe making the same as a minority and or woman who has been in the field for, you know, a few years. And so I think that's something that's culturally and just across, you know, 
as our as we evolve as people you know mm -hmm. that is something that is a lot more important is to have that equality to have to bring to light all of these things that maybe weren't as socially acceptable a few years 10 15 years ago sure. and have yeah. evolved uh, to what it's become now yeah no i agree and i think that's really important and you know there are seasons to all of that and um i know when when we first connected there was a couple of topics that i thought would be really good for us to connect on and that was certainly one of them because i obviously as a woman of color as well in this space it's important for me that um, other women have the supports and just know that um, we've been here and we're going to continue to be here and we're going to continue the work and help our sisters um, move forward in the field and i love that our prssa chapter is so active um, with our local Houston chapter because I think there's a lot of opportunities for mentorship, which is so key in this business. It is. I think that's you know my one of my first managers I've had um, in the field was a was a woman of color, and I think that was so great because knowing that someone had my back and understood the struggles that I had with you know even just like pitching and having my name my my maiden name be you know in my email. It, it's just it's good to be seen, to be felt, to hurt and be yeah. heard and humanized. And I think that's something sometimes we forget as PR professionals that at the end of the day, like we are still human. We're yeah. not just the driving force between behind a company and like what we're saying. And so that was something that I love to see. And I, I like to pass that on, you know, pass the torch on is to be able to be that mentor, be that figure of, Hey, like it is okay to be a woman, to be a woman of color, to be a person of color, what, regardless of your nationality or your sexuality mm -hmm. to be able to be heard to be loved to be supported and i mm -hmm. think that's all that we want as humans is just to be seen and heard and to be yeah. understood absolutely and having that relatability is nice <laughs> yeah no i agree 100 110 percent so let's uh, shift gears just a little bit and let's talk about some some of the other topics that you're well versed in um wit and remote working some of the things that pr has had to learn to adjust to i mean you know back in the day we've all watched mad men right we all yes. remember like the pool, what right right you know the way things were done in the uh, you know decades before and even in the 80s and 90s is completely different from how we do it today so i'd love to hear your thoughts on that of course i think you know what, what when we're you know transitioning into like women of color, women in tech, especially, that is a field that's evolved so much. When you thought of engineers in the 90s, they were men who maybe had the mustache, the wide frame glasses. And it, that's evolved so much that, you know, a lot of places in the country have STEM programs for yeah. for children. And to be able to get into that field earlier on, like I said, tech is, is driving our world at this point. And to be able to support that and have young women see that they can be more than just a homemaker. They can be more than just um, into fashion and beauty and whatever it may be that there is an opening for them to be intact. And I think that's supporting that next generation is incredibly important in that aspect mm -hmm. because, you know, the world's going to keep evolving. Our cars are going to become smarter. Our cars are going to, you know, at some point gas is going to evolve out. We're going to just have electric cars across the, across the board. Things like that, I think is, the agility of the companies and us as PR professionals is to be able to quickly pivot and adjust with what the, where the changes are going. Mm -hmm. And I think with the season of that is, you know, as, as electric vehicles are becoming more and more prominent, that is something that a lot of companies are going to jump into, jump in towards lean, lean into. Yeah. And with that, you know, 
there there is so much change and how we have to work and what our work days look like. That may mean we get to have a little bit more of a flexible work schedule. And, you know, post pandemic, a lot of companies have shifted towards a hybrid or fully remote type of workforce. Mm -hmm. And I think that really gives people who want to have families, who want to um, have other like outlets of expression to be able to do so and still have the work and performance be at the levels they're at. Which, I mean, I think at the end of the day, the, the younger generations really appreciate that from an aspect of, you know, it's not your typical nine to five anymore. And right. PR, never, PR never really has been, you know, your typical nine to five. So I think that change has been immensely like great for for companies to start to evolve and understand that, you know, people are still able to be incredibly productive outside of that normal nine to five structure of what work and life should look like. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, we, we you, you read articles and you read blogs, you listen to podcasts to talk about work-life balance, but in PR, is it really balanced or is it really just, you know, shifting gears? Because I think um, oftentimes that nine to five mentality, it, it, like you said, never really existed in this space that we're in. You know, maybe for some, maybe in healthcare or maybe, you know, in some oil and gas, but generally speaking, anyone in the, in the uh, public sector or in the government space or in the PIO space, news happens 24 hours. And so I think um, to pigeonhole the profession into, in, in, into one box is really a disservice because um, when we've got the ability to work from home or on the road even remotely, then we're still serving our client and we're still serving the company we work for. Absolutely. And technology has come so far, you know, we can be in the middle of the woods and still have service on our phones. And so I think that really is a game changer is to be able to have technology be have come so far mm-hmm. and be able to support that lifestyle as well. I think, you know, people are on their phones a lot, whether that be to just enjoy a fun TikTok or watch funny videos, um, connect with friends and family. But there is also the other aspect of what are these companies doing? What are they saying? And how do we paint that picture for them and help guide them to be a little bit more modern, to be with the times is, I guess, yeah. the best way of putting that. No, I love it. That's great. That's absolutely a great way of putting it. And um, I think you bring up some really gra- uh, valid points. And I think um, our members listening are probably uh, very interested in continuing the conversation. Hopefully when uh, we're at events together, someone will come up to you and say, hey, I heard you on PRSA mention this. And let me tell you what I think about that, because that's the best way to continue these types of conversations because they're so important to the profession. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to meeting the PRSA chapter um, of Houston and get to know everyone a little bit better and uh, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. I'm an open book. I've been working in the field for a while, but I've still got a lot to learn as we touched on earlier. This is just a field that you have to be agile in. I think when you get comfortable is when when things don't quite work out as right. That's right. <laughs> that is so true. That's so true, Monica. All right. How can people connect with you? What's the best way? Are you on LinkedIn? How do you prefer people reach out? I am on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. My username is Monica Lee Pohl, and that is Monica L is in lemon, Y is in yellow, P-O-H-L. Um, feel free to shoot me a direct message, and I am super responsive on there. I'd love to connect with as many of you as possible. I look forward to meeting everyone. And um, if you have any questions or just need a friend to talk to, uh, I'm here for you. 
That's awesome. Great, Mike. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And I look forward to actually connecting in person. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me, Veronica. You bet. All right, that wraps up this episode of PRSA. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Monica Pulse. She's amazing. And the fact that she's got so much insight into PR and the tech space and all the new technologies that are driving our profession forward. So I hope you get an opportunity to connect with her and continue that conversation. Now, we're going to wrap up this episode, but we will have more members on for you to connect with. Make sure that you hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes as we interview other members of our chapter. And if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments and Monica and I will be sure to connect. So with that, I'll wrap up this episode and we'll see you soon.